anybody that I know knows exact after after hearing that whistle knows exactly what comes next. It's an ad for one eight hundred got junk. It's a huge success story. It's a Canadian success story, and the founder of one eight hundred got junk, uh, Brian Scudamore, is on the line with me right now. Brian, how are you? I'm awesome, Kelly. How are you? I'm fantastic. Now, listen, I didn't think I'd have the opportunity to speak with you, uh, although I, we play your ads a lot. Um, I need to know. Who who came up with the whistle? You know what? It's our radio creative out of Austin, Texas, a guy by the name of the Wizard of Ads. Uh, true story. He wrote the creative, and that whistling, even when I heard it a moment ago, made me smile. So somehow I don't get sick of it. Your listeners might, and I apologize, but uh, still makes me smile. You know what? Listen, it's highly effective. You know exactly uh, what's coming next, and you know that the product you know, involves uh, pointing and a magic finger. Those are highly, uh, you know, memorable ads. Uh, you've just fin- finished writing a book. It's called WTF. It's not what you're thinking. It's it's willing to fail. This is such a huge success story, 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Give us an idea of how big 1-800-GOT-JUNK is now. Yeah, we're over 300 million across Canada, the United States, and Australia, every major metro. And what started as a business that was to ultimately fund my college education, inspired me to drop out. And I learned more about business building one than I was studying in school. And so continue to have fun each and every day growing what we're growing. So why write a book about failure then if you're such a success? Well, I wanted to inspire others. I wrote the book to inspire anyone who's thought of being an entrepreneur or who, who has ever tried. I want them to know that failure should be your best friend. And it really doesn't just apply to entrepreneurs. The WTF, willing to fail philosophy, applies to people in life. We make mistakes, and that's how we learn. The hardest moments in my business, the times when I've had to, five years into the business, fire my entire company, the biggest leadership lessons for me came out of those moments. So you've got to be willing to embrace failure and make some mistakes. Okay, so why did you decide to write this book? Who is this book for? I think it's for anybody. I think it's a... It's a short book that's a fun read that I'm getting feedback from people saying, hey, I I read it and couldn't put it down. I read it in one sitting. We wanted our staff. We wanted our truck team members. We've got 5,000 employees across three countries. We wanted them to connect. But we wanted the general public. Even if someone is never a customer of 1-800-GOT-JUNK, we want them to connect with the story that you can get out there and you can screw up, but you don't have to beat yourself up about it. You say, what do I learn? What's going to make me a better person, leader? get me to a better place than where I already am today. It's never let me down. And somehow just that willingness to fail makes everything just that less scary. Yeah. Did they, do you think your willingness to fail has, has led to your success? Because your book is number one on Amazon. It hasn't even been out a month yet. Yeah, we sold out on Amazon. Uh, and it was really exciting because I don't think I expected it to be as big of a hit as it's become. And what I love is that our people Our people at the junction, the head office, our truck team members, they're embracing it and they're saying, hey, this isn't just Brian's story, this is our story. And so everyone's getting excited. But the whole failure concept, the WTF moments, I'm starting to hear stories from not just our franchise owners, but also people out in the field. And they're all starting to bubble up. And I think that's where everyone's greatest moments come from, is that failure that leads you to the next greatest challenge. Hard to believe that someone like uh, Colonel uh, Chris Hadfield, who we had on the show earlier on today, 
uh, who, you know, also talks about how important it is to embrace failure, has failed in the past. But, you know, I love how he's focused on, you know, don't focus on the successes, focus on your failures, because that's where you learn the real lessons when you, you know, if you ever read uh, Steve Jobs' biography, then you, you realize that he looks back on his life and connects the dots. And there's things that, you know, wouldn't you wouldn't you didn't anticipate happening those divine little accidents that led you to the most important moments of your life. Is there a divine accident or something that happened uh, that you didn't expect in your career, Brian, that brought you where you are now? Yeah. During the financial meltdown of 0708, I almost bankrupted the company with my president at the time. She and I had worked incredibly hard to build a partnership and grow the business to the next level, but it didn't work out. I don't think we were joined at the hip on vision and we were each and every day getting further and further apart. We worked well together, but we weren't going the same direction. And that failure, when my franchise partners came to me and said, I know you're willing to fail, but right now you're actually failing. You've gotten this person out of the business because you weren't aligned. You can't run it on your own. But it led me to finding Eric Church, who's a Torontonian, and um, he's been amazing. Seven-year partner and friend, and what we're doing, building the business together, We've tripled the business since he's been on board, and I'm sure we'll triple it again before he's uh, done his career. So it's exciting times. Brian, you go to residences and you pick up things that they no longer want anymore. That's the whole idea of this this business model. You could have gone commercial. You decided to stick with the residential side, and it's a huge success. Do you ever go out and actually do the, the you know, picking up uh, the junk from people's houses anymore? I try to once a year. I might not be as diligent with it as I can. The thing is, is we, ch- we started other brands. We have Shack Shine, where we do windows, gutters, Christmas lights. We have Wow One Day Painting, where we paint people's homes. So I'm a little spread between different brands, and I try and uh, you know share my my hands amongst them all. But uh, you know what? It's they're, they're all household services. So rather, as you said, than grow commercially, we've stayed where we're planted, and we're a home service business across other verticals. You know, I, I know it's called 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Do you ever see, you know, your early days, did you ever walk into somebody's place and think, that is not junk, that's a treasure? Yeah, how do you think I furnished my apartment, uh, <laughs> you know, in college and all their employees, their, their college dorms? I mean, we got some great stuff that really were, were treasures uh, um, to us, but junk to everyone else. One time in Vancouver, I think the biggest find we ever found was $400,000 in cash that was underneath the floorboards of someone's home. And they were doing a reno and we were hauling away the wood and noticed some bills sticking up. And $400,000 later, we, of course, gave it back to the homeowner, got a nice tip. But you just never know what you'll find. Brian, it's a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much and continued success um, now that you're uh, an author as well. Willing to Fail is the name of the book, How Failure Can Be Your Key to Success. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Kelly. Lots of fun. Have a great day. That's Brian Scudamore from 1-800-GOT-JUNK.